Hello and welcome to another episode of Third and One Fall, the weekly magazine podcast giving you the latest in NFL and WWE and professional wrestling altogether. My name is Ash and with me is my bro, Abs. What's going on, man? Oof, it's just been a really busy, stressful week as it is always. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we've had the heating fixed in our house now. So, you had uh, the plumber like you I had think, the, the plumber around you, yeah. Well, it is uh, the, the drop in temperature. I've had like the worst headache in the world. Yeah, I don't know if that's good. contributing to the, the, the dramatic drop in temperature. That's why I've got the Val Venus, I've got the d- dressing robe on. Uh, stop playing with that Val Venus mess. Shit. This is just a normal standard dressing gown from uh. Your favorite retail shop? Because the Big Malboski loves being in room <laughs> temperature. <laughs> Have you been? Let me oh. let me let me change the subject away from all of that. <laughs> I've been all fucked up, man. I've just been crazy. Just been ill past couple of days. I've got work all piling up. I've written no notes for this, so I'm completely winging it. So if I'm shit this week, as opposed to any other week, which I'm usually shit. Then uh <laughs> you know why. <laughs> I'm sure talking about, you know, the 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 the, the dolphins and even the cardinals maybe will uh, cheer you up. Yeah. But yeah, let's 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 kick things off mm-hmm. and let's start off with the Hail Mary for the ages. So after a disappointing defeat at home against the Dolphins, the Arizona Cardinals look to bounce back against a tricky opponent in the Buffalo Bills. And it seems like they were heading for another home defeat after Josh Allen found Stephon Diggs in the end zone with seconds remaining. However, Kyler Murray was not done and somehow found DeAndre Hopkins for the game-winning Hail Mary touchdown. So, after that mad, mad finish to the game, is Kyler Murray now in the running for MVP? Yeah, there's definitely an argument that Kyler uh, is in the running for MVP. I mean, he's already got 6,000 uh, passing yards. Um, you know, he's he's going up for, what, nearly, what, 2,500 closely. So, uh, and that's for, uh, that's for yards, 17 touchdowns, right? Um, I mean, eight interceptions isn't good, but um, considering that his key yards are at 75, um, which is like 10th, there, 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 there's room there. Um, I don't know if I would personally take that argument. I wouldn't. I wouldn't hang my hat on that. Um, it's it's all well and good that he's in the running. Would I take him um, up one of the top ones? No, I, I would still um, say Mahomes is there, like I've been saying for the past couple of weeks, and we'll discuss that later on. Um, there's uh, also Aaron Rodgers, uh, personally for me. I mean, those two shocker games, and obviously I know what happened as well with uh, the Jags, which wasn't an easy win or a, a, a clean win. He's still he's still doing what he can to, to win games. Um, Russ personally has slipped down, in my opinion, because of the, uh, the, the turnovers. It's just unacceptable. Um, and... Brady, as much as I hate to admit it, he's 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 creeping in there in the MVP discussion. 
Um, but yeah, we 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 we've got we've got um um Dovin Cook, right? We've got um many many others. Um, but Kyler is Kyler is one of them personally. I just don't know if he's in the high. I wouldn't say he's a top three or even top five, but he's 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 definitely top ten if if there is if it goes as deep as as that. But um, he's he's been playing unbelievable. Abs. Uh, that that match was just you know I I I thought it was a wrap because when Josh Allen fought back and then on the third down threw it to Stefan Diggs and then got that touchdown. I thought, yo, this is... Stefan Diggs is... My man's done, like, almost a Minnesota Vikings miracle again, but to the Cardinals. Obviously, it wasn't a playoff game, but you know what I mean. Like, last minute, gets the touchdown. That's it. Ain't no way they're going to come back from, what, 70, 60-plus yards in 30 seconds? Look what happens. Just hell Murray. All right? Hell Kyler Murray. Throws that ball, and you see it. You see it in uh, the tweet. <laughs> I loved it. It was like shit. DeAndre Hopkins somewhere, and that literally is what it was. That was literally the embodiment of what he did. Marvin <laughs> scrambled and um, threw what was an amazing. Um, I don't know. Would you classify as a hell Mary? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, because it was... Yeah, okay. I mean, there's an argument for it. Um, some people say it wasn't a Hail Mary, but I, I, I personally think it was. But, um, yeah. Personally, uh, yeah. He, so he threw for that Hail Mary. And then not only that, not only that, there's three, three defenders on DeAndre Hopkins, right? And this ain't, these aren't even, these aren't minor people, you know, Tredavious White. He, he's not a minor defender. <laughs> and there were three. Now, yeah, okay, there's the argument as well that in regards to height, in regards to vertical, in regards to hands, right, DeAndre whacks them all out of the park. But three people. I think that was amazing. And that's probably one of the greatest things um, that has uh, happened with Arizona or at Glendale and Joe. I don't know why. It's always Glendale. If you look at one of the great historic plays, four have happened in Glendale. One, of course, is what we're talking about. Kyler Murray to DeAndre Hopkins, the hell Mary, right? Eli Manning to David uh, Tyree, the helmet catch <laughs> at Super Bowl, which, you know... Brady uh, got got done in by uh, Manning at Super Bowl with uh, Giants first Patriots. Malcolm Butler interception with the Seahawks. <laughs> All right, Super Bowl, yeah. And um, the what I was going to mention as well, the closest thing to what Kyler Murray did on Sunday was the hell Mary that Aaron Rodgers did uh, at 2016. Um, in the um, NFC Divisional Playoffs, which, were, again, was amazing. My man run and threw the ball while he was falling over on his side and uh, and it was caught and won. So, um, yeah, uh, there, there, there's, there's, there's something in the air in Glendale, Arizona. But, yeah, that was a good, uh, good finish. It was a good comeback for Murray. They needed it after um, Miami beat them. Um, 
and it was nice to see that happen for them. But is Murray MVP at the moment? It's a discussion. I don't know if it's high in this. It, he's he's around the Josh Allen park. Let me put it that way. Um, well, if he's if he's in the Josh Allen park for you, then he's in the conversation for MVP. Then because I know yeah. how much you've been tooting the horn of a uh, Josh Allen. Yeah, yeah. But like, I a, mean, as a Dolphins fan, you must have been so happy when you saw that. Yeah, obviously. Because it blew AFC East wide open. It's blown the AFC East wide open. And yeah, I mean, first of all, I think it's one of the the best sort of last minute throws you're going to see or or I've seen in in the NFL for quite a while. DeAndre Hopkins, how he made a a play with all of those defenders around him. I don't know. I kind of felt like if those defenders just were... If they if they were interested in batting the ball instead of trying to catch it and trying to be a hero, then maybe they would have stopped it because it looked like they were trying to catch the ball. It's like don't tr- catch the ball, idiots. Which is weird. Just slap it, it. In every practice, they told you repeatedly to drill it into you. Whenever there's a hail mary, slap the ball, right? Because how 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 regular does hail marys happen? Like once in exactly. Uh, what w- once in every ten games or something like like how Marys don't usually happen on a regular basis. So whenever it does happen, you've got one option, and that's to slap the ball. And they didn't slap the ball; they tried to be heroes. It was weird. It was it was just one of those where I thought Arizona were really good in this game, and I thought that they were heading for somehow another unlucky defeat. When Josh Allen found Stefan Diggs, I thought, what again? They're going to lose another really close game and, and be incredibly unlucky again. Like, what what is happening? Why is this team with such bad luck? And then Kyler Murray, probably his best moment in, in the NFL by far. And I've been saying it since the start of, of, of the season. I think he's been excellent, Kyler Murray. I think he's been very, very good. Yes. I think he's been given a, a shot in the arm of a lifetime with D-Hop. Mm-hmm. Again, a reminder that the Houston Texans <laughs> traded for Magic Beans and gave him up. Yeah, are you kidding me? And I think I think he's been excellent. He's he had I think over three hundred yards passing and rushing in that whole game. I think DeAndre Hopkins another hundred plus yard games. I think he's kind of like that one top top wide receiver that any team needs. Because if you've got, if you've at least got one guy, I mean, you've got Fitzgerald as well, who's who's pretty decent. Andy Isabella can make a play. I think Kenyon Drake had a had a big game at running back for them. Chase Edmonds is another pretty decent running back option. But it's like they've kind of got that whole team together, and I don't know. I think, I think, I think they might take the NFC West. I've I've kind of had that oh, really? in the back of my mind. I, in the back of my mind, I've kind of had that, and now I feel I feel confident. I feel like seven feet tall when I can say this now. I think Arizona Cardinals are going to win the NFC East. Russ fell off. Jared Goff fell off. Like <laughs> these fools fell off. Is 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 I think they're top. I think they're top now in the division, and I think they could consolidate it if they can beat. The uh, the Seahawks when they uh, run it back in the um, return fixture in um, in Seattle, but I think they should go in that game with all the confidence in the world 
that they that they don't have to be afraid of 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 Russell Wilson. Like he ain't so bad. You ain't so bad, Russ. DK Metcalf, you ain't that bad. I mean, actually, yeah, you, well, you're a bad, you're a bad <laughs> man. Shit. Yeah, is, I, know, I know you're in a role, that's, but let's, that's, let's that's just slow it down. Yeah, shit, he's a bad oh, no, man. Oh, no. <laughs> that nigga, bad, bad man. I, I don't want to. Yeah, okay. DK Metcalf, yeah. He's a baller. But um, I think, yeah, I think that Arizona should go in there with every confidence in the world that they could do something. And yeah, I mean, for me, he's kind of been in the um, MVP conversation probably when they beat. The, the the Seahawks the, the first time around because it was one of those where win the big one your division rivals Russell Wilson win that game and 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 show me something and I think with Kyler Murray he's he's actually got better because you could see the potential in the in the first year he can run with it he's a good uh, pocket quarterback he can you know quick on his feet and and all of those things great fantastic but what you need to be able to have a decent arm in 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 the national football league of course it helps when you have deandre hopkins who will make a play in a telephone box given after chance i mean that's that's always uh, a bonus but he's kind of shown that he's got more to him than just running with the ball and he's the way he's kind of progressed it's like how you know you you're having the upward trajectory and you're kind of going up, 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 and pretty soon he could be up there with the likes of Mahomes and 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 them man. Now I think he's I think he's excellent and I think he's definitely in the conversation of MVP, definitely, and he's probably in my top five MVP at the moment. Ooh, top five shit. He, right. he in my top five. He he's in my top five. I I'm I'm a huge huge Kyler Murray fan, and honestly, I just want him to grow and 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 progress and 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 really live up to his potential. And I think he can. I think Arizona are a good team, good organized team. When uh, when you get a gift horse, don't look it in the mouth, DeAndre Hopkins, and they look like like I said, I'm gonna make this prediction right now. I think they're gonna take the NFC West. Well, I mean, to be honest with you, look, we know it's a diff- that 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 is a difficult division, and um, really, all teams kind of having that. I mean, yeah, Seahawks have been flopping a little bit, but they're still considered up there. They could still take it. The only one that's really been flopping from um, NFC West is Forty um, Nine ers. Ain't going nowhere, but um, you know the. <laughs> Could personally could could Arizona win it? Yeah. Could Rams win it? Yeah. Could Seahawks win it? Yeah. Um, it it's still open um, out of these three teams. Um, personally, um, I think the Rams will win it. Um, they're not. They've been winning. They haven't been winning pretty, but they're still been winning. Um, and it's more of. It's more of uh, the defense than it is of Goff and the offense, but um, you know, if Seahawks or Arizona take it, I wouldn't be uh mad. I, I wouldn't even be surprised. All right, so let's go on to WWE with the main event on Monday Night Raw. Saw Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre battle it out for the WWE Championship, and it was Drew McIntyre who came out on top with a claymore kick and retained the title he lost at Money in the Bank. 
So, was it the right call? I think this is the perfect encapsulation of WWE booking in 2020. They are literally winging it week by week. You've got like Vince ripping up the scripts with half an hour to go in some cases, an hour, half an hour to go to the show. Like they have no long-term storyline. There's nothing that you can kind of say with confidence that it's going to be like that next week. It looks like they're going to do Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns with what? One week build. That's what two of your biggest guys and they're doing it in one, in, in a week. Seriously. Um, is it the right call? Well, no, because yeah, like I said, you want to do Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre with just a week build one week. That's it. I mean, I knew he was going to win when he did that whole entrance with the sword and, and they did that whole elaborate shit. Like you just knew he was going to win. He just knew it was so obvious that he was going to win the title. And when, uh, when he was confronting, um, Roman Reigns on, on, on SmackDown, and when Roman Reigns was like, yeah, I don't watch Raw. I don't really care about Raw. And you have Paul Heyman in the background going, you ain't missing much. I thought that was so funny. <laughs> when he just chimed yeah. up in the air going, you ain't missing much. And yeah, <laughs> like you just kind of knew that Vince would be tempted to do that. But then I guess we'll talk about it in the predictions. But it's like, what are you going to do? Can't beat Roman Reigns right now. Are you going to beat your WWE champion that you just crowned the other day? Like what are you what are you what are you gonna do? Like what is what is what is the, the 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 motivation? What is the plan? What what are you what are you doing? Where are we going? It's just yeah, just typical of of, of WWE to just kind of be like ah, oh, wing it. Let's just kind of do it, flip flop, see how it goes. And it's just often like this is how over the course of twenty years, this is how they've lost audiences in in the millions. Not just the hundreds of thousands, millions. Like, I think this time last year, Raw was was getting almost three million. Now it's like half of that. And on, on, really? And, yeah, like Raw was like on two, three million last year. Now it's on like late one, like north of 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 a million. And if it's like a good day where we say, "Oh, this is a really good rating," it's two million. This is Monday <laughs> Night Raw. Like this is a, the, the the sort of thing in in pro wrestling. Monday nights is meant to be raw, and it's like you could see the decline year after year after year after year after year. Like I remember, I think three four years ago, Raw was getting like three four million, and it's like you know it's it's gone down down down. You know you know that famous promo about Triple H going, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet my displeasure. And uh, me and my friend Mark, yeah, we're going to stop watching. And in my case, me and my friend Mark have stopped watching. I have a friend called Mark who likes wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Me and my friend Mark, we're going to stop watching. And and that's what it is. It's like, if there isn't anything that I can kind of hold on to and think, you know what? Okay, this is what they're doing. This is where they're going. And this is where the outcome is going to be. And that's what that's what NXT has sometimes, where they'll have a, a story thinking, okay, this is what they're doing, this is where they're going, and that's how they're going to do it. Like, AEW has that in abundance. I can look at the AEW card up and down thinking, okay, this is what's going to happen, this is where they're going to go, this is what they're going to do, 
and that's how they're going to get there. It makes sense. Whereas with, with Vince and WWE, it's like, oh, yeah, I don't like the script. Change the script, pal. With an hour to go before the show. Like, I, I can imagine Vince woke up Monday morning and thinking, yeah, 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 Randy Orton's going to retain the title. He probably went into um, Orlando, in, into the Thunderdome, whatever, and looked at it and thought, ah, you know what, I'm going to change my mind. Drew's going to win. And it's, that's what it is. It's one of those where he just keeps changing his mind, changing his mind, changing his mind. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know how they're going to do it. And it none of it makes sense. Yeah, you know what? You say that. I'm, I'm actually being serious. I, I honestly, because, you know, what is the fucking point, man? Seriously. It makes no sense whatsoever. I, I legit, what you said, I legit think that's what happened. I felt they saw Orton versus Reigns at SummerSlam, and I went, oh, shit, heel versus heel. We can't have that, pal. And then just thought, let's just fucking, let's just change it. Let's just do face versus heel, because we have to have a face versus heel in Survivor Series, because it's still 1984, and the, 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 the fans are still dumb. It's so, so, it makes no sense whatsoever. And people say it's to get Orton to 16. But people do know that that could be any time, right? That doesn't have to be a seldom watched Raw on a, uh, on, uh, right before one of the biggest pay-per-views of the year. It makes no sense. Why would you get someone to lose a title to, to a person you've already beaten twice? after not losing it for a year, and then just win it randomly without any direction whatsoever. It makes no sense. Like, literally no sense at all. And I know we keep repeating ourselves um, about how bad the booking is, um, but seriously, um, to get to go through YouTube with the highlights is difficult. I didn't, I didn't, even, I didn't even watch the match. WWE was like, nah, you don't need to watch the match. Here's the results anyway, fam. And then just had fucking Drew McIntyre get interviewed with the championships. I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. He won then. I didn't. The match is not even on YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) This is on the WWE channel. So, nah, you don't need to watch it, fam. Look, this is what's happened. Chalas. And I'm like, okay. Okay. So, um, you know. Yeah. Like the reason why I'm involved right now is because I have a podcast and we have what seems to be a few loyal followers. So I will continue in duty to watch what I need to watch to be able to give a verdict. But other than that, I probably won't be watching this trash because this is absolutely terrible at the moment. It makes no sense whatsoever. But Raw was generally there was some generally surprising things that were good on raw like um you know uh new day versus the jerk business or hurt business um you can just imagine that match was just that... laughing in gorilla <laughs> that's a yeah. real funny shit <laughs> yeah 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 that's a real good shit <laughs> jerk business yeah. <laughs> yeah that was a very yeah very very good match though. Uh, very yeah. good match that New was Day a really him. really good match i loved that match that was really really good and i was like oh sh-. like that really usually i just have it on the background and i just watch but then i went all michael jordan and was like oh okay let me just see what this with the headphones and let me just see what this match was about and it was yeah it caught my attention it caught my attention that was a good match 
Um, like, yeah, so finally, you, Cedric Alexander. Like, mm, finally. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Thank you, right? <laughs> Dude is God. so like, good. He's so good. He's so good. So good. Like, you just don't utilize him as much as you should do. It's so it's so frustrating how good. That's why I'm like is. Ricochet. I like... beg. You know what? You've lived your dream. You've had a re- you've been in WrestleMania. You had a great. You did your your your, your spot at WrestleMania. Get out now. Yeah, but the thing is, is that I'm in this really sad hot and cold predicament like come on why are you not using subject you know he's great you know he's amazing why are you not utilize him and then i look at how they utilized ricochet i'm like ah but if they do utilize him then they're gonna get bored of him and just gonna dash him away and put him into catering like they did with ricochet so i'm in a mind of should they use him um because if they don't then we don't see what he's capable of but if they do then they're gonna get bored vince is gonna be gonna get bored with his new toy and then throw him once he's done and just be like Andy with Woody. I don't want to play with you anymore and just leave him. I don't know. I don't know. My my mind's all over I the place. Now that he's a heel, he's kind of like saved from all of that right now. Now that he's with the Hurt Business, the Hurt Business are so cool. Like, I really like them as a group. They, they've kind of been fairly, like, protected and kind of looked after well yeah, in that sense. So I think Cedric kind of being in there with them kind of helps him a little bit but yeah. uh yeah and obviously that's because yeah they know how to book heels but they don't know how to book baby faces mvp has been working his ass off as well yeah like, i love mvp i couldn't stand him back in a one two give oh, the co- 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 i'm coming i can't do my thing no, I, hated do him. Hated I'm him, coming. I hated him hey and now I can't get enough of him. I think he's been amazing. He's just been absolutely he's such brilliant. Such a good talker. Such he's so, a good... so good on the mic. I think I, mean, I think he was only meant to be there as a part-time thing. Yeah, he was. He because was, right. he was so good on the mic. They were like, you know what? Here you go, man. Here's a here's a group. Here's a faction. Lead the way. Right. Let's uh, move on and talk about nice things, or in your case, the absolute gem of the whole thing and this is a Tua Tonga Vailoa and him that's what I'm going to do I'm going to merge I'm going to merge both worlds together the bloodline (laughs) and put the Roman Tua I think I think I think think that gimmick could get over I think that gimmick could get over yo they need to do it I need to put it in there just like drop that nugget and let the whole Miami Dolphin family. I'm putting you over, brother. Forward. I'm putting you over, brother. So rookie, ba- rookie quarterback Tua Tonga Vailoa remains undefeated in the NFL as he led his team to yet another victory against the Los Angeles Chargers. The Dolphins never looked in danger of losing, and a fourth win in a row has now put them in contention for not only a playoff spot but the AFC East crown. So, how long do you think this could last? Well, I mean, it'll longer it'll last as long as this regular season finishes, really, isn't it? It's just how it is, man. But you know, y'all slept on us. Y'all were like, "Fitz, I gave a twenty-minute dissertation for all of you listening and you abs on why we were right dropping Fitz, and none of you wanted it. None of you, none of you were having it. You all thought I was insane. You all thought I was a a bandwagon gassed up." 
Dolphins the was winning. I don't know what fair. he was doing. Okay, and and his two are winning. He stay right. winning. He stay right. winning. He, I don't think he lost yet. Shit. <laughs> two are two are taken at home. And I and I said it category right that Fitz is winning, but it's only going to go for a certain time until we hit that cliff. Right, not the Cliff Kingsbury that we smashed out in Glendale just last week. Oh, sorry, the week before. No, I'm talking about the cliff of Fitzpatrick, where he goes down, and instead of becoming Fitz Magic, he becomes Fitz Tragic. That cliff. And Brian Flores said, "We're not going to go into a car. We're not going to continue to go into the car that is eventually going to crash. We're going to stay at the service station, wait for AA, get rescued by Tua, and then go home." With the AFC East chip. And look what's happening right now. Look what's happening. We are now sits and free. Sits and free. That's not mine, you know. Miami are sits and free. Same with, same as the Seahawks. Does anybody think Seahawks are a great team? Yeah. Same as Arizona. Does anyone think Arizona is a great team? Yeah. All right. Uh, we're 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 just we're just playing amazing. We've now got Broncos coming up. We've got Jets afterwards. We've got Bengals afterwards. These are all winnable games. These are all winnable games. We shouldn't lose any one of those games. And I'm and I'm and I'm probably I'll be gracious because the NF the NFL and which is why we love about the NFL is that any every any given Sunday, a team that shouldn't have lost could could lose right. So, I will say, even out of those, yeah, let's say we lose against Bengals, right? Because Bengals, Borough's pretty good. That still, we're, we're getting eight wins. That still takes us at least to a wild card if uh, Bills keep, um, keep it up. But, you know, we, we should be winning those three games. And then we've got uh, Chiefs at the last. And really, that will be our main challenge. Because they're the benchmark now, not just in the AFC, but just in the in 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 in, in the whole league, right? Is how bad are we? Because like we're not gonna beat the the Chiefs. So how bad? How how much more? That will be a learning lesson for us. It's not about trying to win. It's about okay, let's see how much we don't lose and see what we need to improve to be able to stay in the game. If that makes sense, that that game is a write off. That game is we're looking. Uh, as a learning thing. But Broncos, Jets and Bengals, we should win. And if that's the case, if that's the case, that's nine games, fam. And Tua wouldn't have lost. And he's already one of the most winningest rookies, already beating Herbert and uh, Burrow combined, as in wins. So, um, you know... um, being a Dolphins fan, <laughs> being a Dolphins fan, I'm used to getting burnt, and I don't want to, um, I don't want to, uh, you know, run before I can walk or or, or or overhype or you know put a rod for our own back or whatever it is you want to say, but um, you know we're playing amazing. Uh, well, the, do- the the special teams and defense is playing amazing. Um, Flores is doing a great job. And Tua, as I said in the first game, he doesn't even have to win, and he has been. 
but he doesn't even have to win. He just has to show that he's improving. Um, and he's been doing that, right? He's been doing that every week. He's been a little bit more uh, confident, a little bit more scrambling around. Shit, last game, my man, and that wasn't even his fault. The ball just came down from a fumble when then they picked it up. And Tua chased after them. Tua chased after them. And bro, it wasn't like no DK Metcalf. He got him, but, it, you know, he, 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 he chased after them and got him. And, like, landed and rolled on his hip. So, like, I'm happy. Like, it shows, like, that's, that shows character. And that shows that he is durable. And um, he's only going to improve. And he's only going to get a bit more feisty. And um, he's, he's only going to get a bit more better. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful. I, I think we will get into uh, a playoff um, and probably a a a, a Super Bowl because look, which other sits, which other sits in three team <laughs> has two first round picks, two second round picks, <laughs> yeah, like and still loaded up in the draft, like which other sits in three teams up? Do you understand? So, uh, sky's the limit. Um, I'm happy. How long can it last? Um, it will last until, uh, well, as far as our playoff season goes, until this season. But uh, it, it, it ah, there's, there's, there's good times ahead for us in the future. I'll tell you that. Honestly, like it's, it's actually, I'm actually enjoying watching Tua play right now. I think there was a throw. He threw an absolute beaut of a touchdown, where I think everybody thought he was going to the left. And it was like your man who was wide open on his right. And obviously because he's left-handed, he just tossed it on that other side. He literally made everyone go that side. He tossed it on the other side. The guy was free and woo! That was a celebration. <laughs> Beautiful. Such a, it's such a, and it was like you could see him, his confidence is growing. You could see with every game, with every snap, with every play, he's improving, he's getting better. Broncos, Bengals, and Jets. Bro, y'all need to be winning that AFC East now. It's there for the taking more than ever. I mean, I'll know which Cam going to show up ne- this Sunday. If he going to ball out, is he going to, you know, do something stupid? I I I'm I, I thought I thought the Jets had won at least one game, but they haven't. They're zero nine. Ugh, how unlucky! But um, honestly, I just think everything is like coming to plan so well for Miami. And like you said, like you said, you've got all of those picks still to kind of um to go through. So you guys Thank can you, only <laughs> y'all are only going to get better and. Yeah. I mean, if I if I if I have to kind of bring it down to earth and kind of say right, I do still think that you guys, I'm 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 an Atlanta Falcon fan, and despite our record, despite how shit we've been, we still got a banging offense, and I still think in my heart. On his day, there isn't a wide receiver better than Julio Jones. And if I was Miami, I would have at least put out feelers. Just kind of see what the Falcons were prepared to 
to kind of give up and to kind of talk about because the way I see it with Julio, ca- I guess that's, and- that's major capital, and there's no point going giving away major capital of our team when we've got major like high drafts. Because I think, I mean? yeah, I I mean one of the one of your drafts, I think y'all need to draft a, a really good. I mean, look, your your wide receiver. Back, yeah. I think that's is- what we're gonna do. I think you're kind of wide receiver and running back. Well, they're they're good players. They're they're good B plus players. But I think two is going to need a DK Metcalf, a Julio Jones, a a DeAndre Hopkins, a Sammy Watkins. He's going to need Devontae Parker. He's going to need someone that's going to make a play when he has no right to make a play. And the wide receivers that you guys have, I mean, they're good. I'm not saying that they're bad. Like Miami fans, please, I'm not. I mean, it's very difficult to kind of poke holes in Miami Dolphins right now because I think you guys have just been... Oh, on, I can poke plenty. Tear. But of course, our, I think... Our, our offense is just... I can poke plenty. Our offense is still very slow burning. And I mean, I'm as much as I gas this up when it comes to our own fan base, I'm still very, very critical. But that's only because I have love and I want to see us get better. But one thing we need to do is, yeah, is definitely, like what you said, is... um crank that um that offense up because i think yeah well like i said i mean yeah like i said with julio jones it probably would have cost you guys heaven and earth to to get who it would have it would have been similar to how we ended up with julio jones i think we we gave up the moon and and, and everything with it to get bengals to trade up for for julio jones and and not get aj green thank god for that but um i just i just think that with with julio I don't because because with with him and the Falcons, I'm concerned more than ever now that he's going to stay with us, and nothing of note is going to happen because as a team we're 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 ridiculously run. I think we've we've had what we went to the Super Bowl once, and we haven't really looked like going back again, and it's like we keep wasting all of these incredible opportunities, like Tony Gonzalez. How Tony? How we had Tony Gonzalez and not win a Super Bowl? Come on, like this is Tony Gonzalez that like, we we completely wasted his career. Bless him. Dude, dude, one of, one of the best tight ends in the game, and yeah, like man. he he deserved the chip. <laughs> dude deserves the chip, man. Okay, the referees messed up and they didn't call pass interference because the San Francisco defender clearly had Roddy White's arm. That should have been pass interference. That should have been... We should have had an opportunity to win that game, but, you know, whatever. It was Colin Kaepernick tonight, but it's like... with When I see Miami, I see, like, what they need is they need that trans... can't even think of the word, but it's like... They Transcendent. Need that, yeah, they need that one guy that's going to be, like, the one who's going to make a play when he has no right to make a play. And it could just... be it could be Tua. I think it could be probably Tua. Like if you look at uh, Patriots, and it's kind of like right, which out of I mean, okay, yeah, you have Sonny Michelle and and had, but they weren't like major. Oh, like you're yeah, not putting, yeah. they were you're not putting Sonny Michelle on, uh, you know, Julio Jones or or DK Metcalf or uh, D Hop or Michael Thomas level. You're just not, yeah. Um, or even if you're going through running backs, right? Devontae, you know, you're just not. So, like, so um, 
what made the offense great was Brady because he knew the offense. He kind of run it, and he 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 kind of while while Belichick was kind of on the defense side. That's what made it, and I think this could be one of those marriages made in heaven where, um, as confident as Tua goes with that, because that dude is so fucking accurate. It's ridiculous, like. Dude, Nick Saban like, don't play when it comes to quarterbacks. No, Nick Saban Sharp don't saying, play. Shannon Sharp is saying walk it to him once, but that 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 has to be revoked, mate. Because as soon as I see a as soon as I see a pass from Tua to any of the receivers, it's literally in the guy's palm, fam. Literally in the geezer's palm. There's no stretching out. It's literally thank you, Tua. <laughs> like he just dropped a coin into his palm. Like it's really, really is they're really, really accurate. So um, it could be the case that um, he he's elevating the the not saying that they don't need to draft and get more. They do, but it could be the case that um, with, with with that he 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 could be the star, like how Brady was for um, or for Aaron Rodgers for a long time. I think he never yeah, had Aaron, Rodgers, Aaron exactly. Jones for yeah, a did. long. Devontae Adams. Know. When you look at now, I think Valdez Scantling, Robert Tunney, and they're all coming through now. And I think with with Tua, he's doing enough right now to at least link up with the likes of uh, Devante Parker, Matt Kaseki. I think Salvon Ahmed. You know, he sounds like he's got, he's, he's he's Muslim, so I'm gonna root for that guy anyway. <laughs> he, I think yeah. I think yeah, he's he's doing okay. Maybe Matt Brader. He's yeah, maybe. He's, he's been a bit. He's been a bit quiet. I mean, um, Salvan Army. He's already been having. He's already had more touches on the ball than any of the running backs so far. Yeah, I think he had like twenty odd carries or something. Yeah, yeah. So... Um, that's most than what we've done. Um, so he's promising, undrafted. So of course he's hungry and wants to prove himself. So that's probably. And lastly, why. I just want to say I think you're absolutely right to kind of point out and boast about the Ryan Fitzpatrick. Like like I said, the whole world and his wife, including me, when we saw the decision that he's that that, the, that they decided they were gonna start to her, I was I was like, what? He's winning. You guys are on a good thing right now. I think uh, the way y'all just turned over the 49ers on their home patch, I was thinking, this are you mad? What's going on? This is a rookie, you're gonna expose him, you're gonna do this and that, but I think right now, even you know, even if now Miami go on a, a on a losing streak, which of course they won't, but even if they do, I think how Tua has played in his last few games. First game was what against LA Rams, against what Leonard Floyd, against Aaron Donald. Yeah, Aaron Donald. Yeah. He's been tested. You can't say so Tua's not he's been yeah. tested. He's yeah. been tested, and he came out of that against the Cardinals away from home, very good team, very young team, came out of that one unscathed. The next game against the Chargers, it it, it looked fairly elementary from halftime. The game was pretty much over. And I think it was just the case of everybody was going through the motions and this, that, and whatnot. But it's like, we can't even say two has not been tested because he's been tested and he's, and, and the Miami, the way they've kind of run things so far, I think I and I think others should have trusted the process because I think everything that you've done so far or leading up to this point has been spot on. And I think you guys now could potentially be nine and three. 
by uh, by the time you might play anyone half decent, and that's that's going to be what a guaranteed winning record in I mean, in look, the NFL, it's, regardless. It's like what I said. Like people tend to be a prisoner of the moment, and I said, look, we've always trusted uh, Flores. So why why would that be a bad mistake now? And it's proved that he's 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 been right so far. Um, and may that continue. Only thing I would say for caution is just Tua, just because uh, one of the statements he said is that I, w- I thought the NFL would be a lot harder. Don't don't say things like that, Tua, please, because they the NFL is a if if anyone's gonna make you humble, it's the NFL. The NFL will humble you. There will be some guy in God knows what place that will hear that and go, okay. You think it was harder, yeah? It's not hard. All right, we'll show you. We'll show you, all right? Ask Baker Mayfield about how he was when he started coming in and when he started running his gums and what he's like now. So he's a humble guy, but I thought that just don't don't attract necessary uh, grudges because you're, you're going to get people that are going to come out for you for that. But yeah, aside from that, I'm all good, baby. Right. <laughs> Let's go with another thing, NXT North American Championship. So, Johnny Gargano curse shows no signs of slowing down as he failed to defend the NXT North American title once again. Leon Ruff shocked the NXT universe by somehow defeating Johnny Gargano and winning the North American title, much to the disappointment of Gargano. So, does this damage the prestige of the North American title? Yes, 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 yes. What the fuck is Triple H playing at? Seriously, I'm watching that and I'm like, this dude steady trying to piss me off. What are you doing? Like, what? Why are you doing this to the North American title? Why are you doing this to Johnny Gargano? I've got nothing against Leon Ruff. Kid is mad talented. I've seen some of his videos from uh, his days at Evolve Wrestling. The kid can go. And there is nothing, like, wrong with him. But it's like, stop trying to, like, hot dog the title. Stop trying to, like, make it look like some kind of gimmick, some kind of joke. Like, you're making Johnny Gargano look like a geek. You're making Leon Ruff, well, he won the title. But it's like you're making the the championship mean absolutely nothing at all. Yeah, I don't don't like this story. I I don't like what they're doing. Makes no sense. I'm willing to kind of see how it goes because I think Triple H has enough capital with the the fans, considering like how he's booked in in the past. I think he's got enough of that. But I just think, yeah, what what are you doing? What the hell? Like this is this is ridiculous. And yeah, I've I've I'm not sure what else to say about that. Uh. I disagree. Um, <laughs> like I, I, I know what you're saying, right? In regards to, um, you know, these bloody DQs that are happening constant. Like, I, I, I get it. But in this particular circumstance, this was clever. This was good. I liked it. Sacrifice Leon Rush to retain the title. Like I, it made sense from a storyline perspective. Leon keeps the title and gets a longer reign, whilst Gorgano gets to go without a. Go uh, gets another go without a clear pinfall loss. I don't, I don't, I don't understand it. It was a good way to save Leon's push. And if anything, when it comes to uh, the pay per view, 
Uh, it's an easy, great setup for triple threat match with, uh, for the North American title between uh, uh, Gorgano, uh, Rush, and um, uh, Priest. So, um, I mean, yeah, has it been frustrating in regards to how the the ending of the matches have happened in general? Yeah, I will. But in this particular thing, I thought it was, I thought it was clever. I thought it was a nice, it was a nice ending. It was, it was just a a, a great way just to hold on to that much longer because what's the point of giving up a, a a titan and changing it hands before pay-per-view anyway right so just to keep that going um and to and to have and to save gargano as well from not really truly losing uh i thought it was perfect the uh priest going in there and just punching <laughs> from the ref. but look let me say this right leon ruff I think the last fight that he had before Johnny Gargano was against Austin Theory. Now, Austin Theory has been brought back to NXT. I don't even know why. But um, whatever, he's there. And so he's kind of there and, 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 and to be this jobber, to be this guy who loses all the time. And Leon Ruff lost to Austin Theory. That was the last time Leon Ruff was in the ring. So if you were going to do this thing where you're going to have Leon Ruff beat the North American Championship, by all means, do it. But don't have him lose to Austin Theory and then put him in a match against the, the, the champion and then winning. Because that's like, what the hell? Yeah, like, He's clearly being used as a decoy, though, isn't it? That's the whole point of the thing. Like, Damian Priest was in charge of the outcome of that match. Essentially, I guess. I guess. Do you know what I mean? He was using him as a puppet to go. Ah, like it was clear. I'm not. I'm because I know you're gonna batter him because obviously look what happened with Austin. Look at Leon Ruff. So I'm gonna make sure that he still beats you and he still got the title so that I can be the one to be. Do you understand? Like that's what I'm seeing from it. Um, like. Yeah, he 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 beat Johnny Gargano, but look in the context of how he beat him and and and, and what is being used and how he's being used, it's it's not it's not a a fifty fifty booking. Personally. Yeah, I guess um, I'm ready to move on. So crisis in Seattle. So the Seattle Seahawks lost their second game in a row and their top spot in the NFC West after losing on the road against division rivals the Los Angeles Rams. It was another tough day in the office for Russell Wilson, and it appears that he may be out of MVP contention. So, are the six and three Seattle Seahawks in crisis? Yeah. In a short, in a short, um, Miami Dolphins are a stronger six and three than the Seattle Seahawks. Let that sink in. Like, just let that sink in, seriously. Do you understand? Because if two is not doing it, lighting you up, then we've got special we've got special teams coming out with these mad runbacks that God can do, right? And if it's not our special teams, it's definitely our defense who are lining up at the moment with uh, scooped scores that seem to happen once in the blue moon, happening every bloody week, as well as, um, uh, you know, just Ogba and Shaq Lawson turning it up. And this is it. 
their defense has gotten worse. I thought it would get better, Avs, but it has gotten worse. Okay, Jamal Adams hasn't, and I, I, I love to uh, keep putting it in there because in our in our fantasy group for people that don't know, we all have a NFL football group that we um, we just constantly post memes and take the piss out of each other's teams and whatnot. And I constantly do it to the Seahawks because the Seahawks are pretenders. All right, they're looked at as yo, let Russ cook, yeah, let let the Seahawks light it up, and. They're absolutely terrible. They're pretenders because they're not going anywhere until they get that defense sorted out. And Russ isn't going anywhere until he stops doing these shocking turnovers. So, yeah, they are definitely in a crisis. And it only takes one decent defensive team to play against them. And they're exposed. They're exposed highly, right? Um, Seahawks should win this this week but I don't know because of how they've been so far um, so yeah there is a crisis in Seattle um, which is why I've taken the Rams to win that division only because um, Russ hasn't Russ has kind of you know if, if, if you if you look if you look at a season if it's eight weeks then Russ will be MVP but beyond that then he seems to drop off and so he's kind of lost his steam. Arizona, I do like them. They've been playing well. <coughs> but I would say due to experience, because playoffs is a whole another beast, I don't know if they're able to kind of take it as far as they'd like, which kind of leaves my decision, because obviously 49ers are out for the Rams to go with it, because at least they have got playoff experience, Super Bowl experience. Um and we'll find ways, albeit not very pretty, we'll still find ways to win. Um, and so, yeah, um, Seattle need to show me something that they're, that they're out of this crisis for me to change my mind. I'm going to go with the Rams on this one. Yeah, I think they are in, in, in crisis too. I think it doesn't look as, as nice and, 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 and smooth as it looked before. I think the injuries in defense has hurt them. I think the fact that when if DK's having a quiet game, then Russell Wilson's not going to have a good game. I think he only got like 28 yards all day. Obviously, for DK Metcalf's very high standards that he set, that's not really going to get it done. Russell Wilson throwing two interceptions. Just, yeah, he looks he looks out of sorts. He, he looks like he could get got by uh, opposing defenders. I saw this coming from the moment they played the the Vikings and somehow escaped with a win when uh, the Vikings inexplicably went for it on uh, fourth down when it should have kicked the field goal and gave Russ Wilson one shot and he kind of took it. Yeah, I just think yeah they're they're in um, they're in they're in trouble and they're going to be facing an Arizona Cardinals team that's going to be absolutely buzzing they're gonna be all all ready for it and i mean yeah aaron donald didn't play but um i think leonard floyd kind of got to uh russell wilson a, a couple of times and made some uh made some plays and uh yeah jared goff i mean he didn't throw a touchdown but uh he was still causing enough of a problems for that for that defense and 
yeah, I think they're lucky to be six and three, to be honest with you. I think there were a couple of games in there where I thought, mm, maybe. Even against your Dolphins, I thought, for long periods of that game, I thought the Dolphins played all right. Played all right in that game. It, yeah. Didn't, didn't think you guys got absolutely battered by... Uh, by the Dolphins, by any, by um, sorry, by the, the the Seahawks, by any stretch of the imagination, and I just think, I think they're kind of like trending downwards, whereas like Arizona are trend trending upwards, and I could kind of see that continuing, and I, yeah, I can I can see the the Seahawks really struggling from from this point on, unless unless some of the other players want to step up, Tyler Lockett, I mean, that that fool played the game of his life only when the the my uh, opponent in fantasy football had him <laughs> that's the only time he's played well when 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 he's against me somehow and again uh, my opponent last week had um Kyler Murray when when is this luck going to kind of swing my way for once you know well, I mean Kyler, Kyler Murray's a baller though anyway so he's usually No but he had like ridiculous numbers this week especially with <laughs> Hail Mary <laughs> Maybe they gave him like Hail Mary bonus points or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. And, and enough of that. And it's just, yeah, I, I think the I think Seattle Seahawks are gonna struggle to not only win the division, but maybe even make the playoffs. I mean, if you look at all the six and three teams, all right, Seahawks, Rams, okay. And then NAFC, which is a lot more, you've got the Dolphins, you've got Raiders, you've got Ravens, six and three, you know. You got uh, Browns. You got Colts. You got Titans. Now, how are these teams six and three? How how the Browns six and three? How the Colts six and three? Well, I mean, Colts defense has been smashing it. Fair, to yeah. be fair. They're the number one in the league, yeah, right? Titans and are falling off a cliff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're much better than six and three, or projected to be much better than six and three. Um, but I don't want to shit on Citizen Free because we've got that in a moment. <laughs> uh, but look, it, amongst all of those, right, there's only a few that are pretenders. And I think Seahawks is one of those, unfortunately, um, until they get this until they get this, uh, this sorted out. Yeah, I agree. Um, let's go to uh, Survivor Series predictions now. And... Uh... We'll run down the card. I think there's only six matches that have been uh, announced. I don't think there's going to be any more. So, yeah, let's start with uh, the big match. Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. Well, let's... That's like you're going straight to the main match already. Let's go. Let's go with. Let's go with like the little preliminary. Or... No, oh, dog. We we starting off hot. <laughs> well, to be fair, I thought we thought that uh, Jay and Roman match was going to be at the end on having the song. It wasn't. So maybe this will come first. Who knows? But um, I'm going to have Roman Reigns win this one um, because. And it's for the same reasons for another match that I've got him uh, for another match that I have a prediction on is that it's more damaging to Roman Reigns losing this than it is to Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre loses this, fine. He's still great. Ain't no one fucking around with him. But Roman Reigns to lose this 
and then it kind of taints the bloodline. Is he really the tribal chief? What's happening? How did you lose that type? So I just don't see him losing. He's got more firepower behind him than Drew does um, out of both brands. So um, I don't see Roman Reigns losing, and I think he will win. I've also gone with Roman Reigns simply because, yeah, if I have to, if I have to beat someone now, I guess it might be Drew. But I've got a funny feeling. I've got a funny feeling that Drew is going to show up on SmackDown on Friday. And then all of a sudden, wham! Miz will hit him with the money in the bank briefcase, call out a referee, get the one, two, three, and pin Drew McIntyre. And then it will it be. It may Miz happen and... on the series. I don't think it'll happen on SmackDown. Come on. Why not? Money in the bank, yeah. you can cash it in whenever the hell you like. Who the fuck knows? But like I said, yeah, who knows? But um, yeah, if I have to pick, I'm gonna pick Roman Reigns to win because I'm I'm just not beating him right now. Hell no, hell no. Asuka and Sasha Banks. And for exactly the same reasons as I mentioned, like I said, that was the other match that I had in mind when I was speaking about Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns. Is that it's more damaging for Sasha Banks to lose against Asuka. Um, because Asuka is established. She's been champ for a while. Ain't no one fucking about with her on Raw, for now anyway. Um, Sasha Banks just got the title. She's proving that she's established. She wants to prove that she can hold on to her title. Not that she's going to lose it, but um, yeah, it's just another good way to cement her legacy as being a worthy, uh, longevitable, if that's a word, champion. Um, so yeah, Sasha should win. Should win this, and I think Sasha does. I agree a hundred percent with what you've just said, and that's why I'm also going with Sasha. I think she needs a big pay per view win, and I don't think I don't think it's going to hurt Asuka losing to Sasha Banks right now. And yeah, I just think yeah, I think I think Sasha Banks needs to have a something of a, a signature win, a statement win. And what better than to beat the Raw Women's Champion at Survivor Series? I could just see it as well. Like she would beat Asuka and Asuka would like, you know, yeah. clap or have her hand or because Asuka's like that. And, and that would be just brilliant. I would love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New Day versus the Street Profits. New Day uh, is winning this one because um, they're just more established than Street Profits. I just don't see him losing against Street Profits. I mean, I've never been a big fan of Street Profits anyway. Um, I don't know why, saying, man. I don't want that smoke. Shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> <laughs> what is no, wrong I with you, man? Going. Why are you a hater? <laughs> I saw you sipping some drink. Was that haterade there? <laughs> just, just, oh, man. The New Day, nah. New Day. New Day go wipe them smoke those niggas. <laughs> Neither one of these ones. I'll be pissed if they don't. I'm gonna go with the Street Profits. I no, think they're going to be. I think they're gonna beat the New <laughs> no. Day. I think they're gonna be. I think. I think Street Profit. I think the New Day are gonna put the Street Profits over. Because I think yeah. they've kind of been yeah, the team probably. for the longest time. Street Profits yeah. are up and coming. Yeah. And I think this is their night. I think this is the Street Profits' night to kind of take over the 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 baton of the New Day. 
and they can kind of be like the uh, the tag team of uh, of 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 the next sort of they're the, the tag team of the future and i think this is the the best place to um the best place to do that um bobby lashley versus sammy Zayn. um so at first when i saw this i was like oh, bobby obviously bobby's <laughs> gonna slap sammy but sammy is very conniving and witty and he comes out with this clever shit, like well, of course, with the match before with the 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 um the um handcuffs and shit. So, um, and I can see Vince laughing, go, "That's just great. That's good shit, brother. That is good shit." Um, and then like doing something wacky for Sammy to for Sammy to win. So I wouldn't put it past him, but. Yeah, Bobby should win this match. And, um, you know, unless there is uh, comic relief in other places in this pay-per-view, then he will win this match. If not, then they'll probably get Sammy to win this for shits and giggles. Not that I don't respect Sammy. At first, I didn't. He pissed me off. and But now I love Sammy. He's like one of my favorite people. Especially on Twitter, the geezers, the geezers just are done. But, um, yeah. I mean, come on. It's Bobby Lashley, man. Bobby Lashley's just dangerous. Um, yeah. Um, I'm going for Bobby Lashley. He's probably been one of the most protected people in WWE. If you're not Roman Reigns or Drew McIntyre, he hasn't lost in forever. I can't see him losing on Sunday. No chance. I think he's going to beat Sami Zayn and he's going to beat him comfortably. So the men's five on five Survivor Series elimination match. So on Raw, you've got AJ Styles, Riddle, Braun Strowman, Sheamus and Keith Lee versus Jey Uso, Kevin Owens, King Corbin, Seth Rollins and one more person who is yet to be determined. So you could just tell that WWE's booking. They haven't even completed the card yet. So, uh, we still got a uh, one more to go. So, uh, who you got? Which I think will happen um, this Friday. Um, oh, so you have to yeah. tell me who's going to win, and you're going to tell me who the sole survivor is. Oh, I don't know about the sole survivor, man. Because fuck knows who's that. That's whoever Vince pulls out of his ass that night. Like <laughs> seriously. What? Well, how? You want me to look inside a seventy odd year old SmackDown, I think, will win. Because SmackDown is the better team. So Team SmackDown will win. Um, I think there will be rift between KO and Jey Uso. But then again, there's going to be rift with Sheamus, Braun and Riddle. Because look what happened on Monday. AJ trying to keep the peace and they just weren't having it. So, um, But even if they stuck together, yeah, KO and Jey Uso and King Corbin and Seth Rollins, that's just a mad team you're not going to want to fight. Um, I think it's going to be the opposite now where... Instead of um, <laughs> smart, you know, Raw having the clean sweep, it's going to be SmackDown now because SmackDown is the is the uh, you know the host show, so to speak. The so yeah, it will be team, it will be Team SmackDown. If you remember last year, I think NXT won the night. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah right. NXT yeah, yeah. won the night. So uh, and it, NXT won that night. I yeah, also, that's... I'm also going for Team SmackDown, and I think that Jey Uso is going to be the sole survivor for that team. I think, yeah, with, with, well, I look at the Raw team, they're probably going to do some 
breaking up angle like they're doing with everything. The teams aren't getting on in every place. It's like, haven't you got anything else? The same old bullshit like, oh, everyone's breaking up. We're not on the same page. So I think that's what's going to happen. The women's five on five. So on Team Raw, you've got Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Lana, and now Lacey Evans and Peyton Royce, who replace Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke. Mandy Rose, I think, suffered a legit injury to her shoulder. So I think she's going to be out for a little bit. And Dana Brooke, they just got rid of her because what the hell? Why the hell not? Yeah, <laughs> reckoning. She she was attacked by a reckoning from a retribution, and yeah, she's gone. And now she's replaced by Lacey Evans and Peyton Royce, and they will be facing Bianca Belair, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, and two other names that they haven't quite determined yet. So uh, who's winning? Team Raw. Team Raw was more um, stacked in the women's department than they are in SmackDown. Are and we've said this before. Yeah. Are they? So, Nia Jackson, Nia Jackson Shana, Lacey Nia Evans, Peyton Royce. Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler. Who's rumping with them out of the SmackDown team? All of them. Shit. No. None of them. Stop being duffed. Liv Morgan <laughs> is going to get a jaw slapped the taste out of her mouth. <laughs> Nia Jax. Don't you be yeah. don't you be talking about no, don't be talking about no Liv Morgan shit. <laughs> the only one that's gonna probably give them a run for their money is Bianca Belair. She's not gonna last long between Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. So it's just not happening. Team Raw are winning that match from the women's department. I think Lord SmackDown Lord. are going to win and I think <laughs> yo, Bianca yo, and I think Bianca Belair <laughs> hey I didn't stutter. I didn't stutter. Team SmackDown are winning and Bianca Belair will be the sole survivor. There's plenty of ways that you can eliminate Nia and Shayna. Just count them out. Throw Nia into the steel steps. She'll, she won't make the count of 10 and she's eliminated. You haven't pinned her. You haven't submitted her. Use your common sense. Use your common sense. That's how you can get rid of those those two. And then you're left with Lana and Lacey Evans and Peyton Royce. And I think I think Billy Kay will probably be on the team and then you're, Billy you're, Kay, gonna, yeah. you're gonna do the whole Billy Kay yeah. and Peyton Royce. Billy Kay, yeah. You're gonna do That's the whole confrontation. I was literally about to say that Billy Kay's gonna come in there and sabotage the motherfuckers up. But no, like, yeah, <laughs> she's um yeah, she's gonna do like the whole confrontation with Peyton Royce. But um, yeah, I think Team SmackDown are going to win. All right. So now is NFL news and predictions. So uh, 49ers uh, get <laughs> 49ers get tack in waivers. What do you think about this? Well, someone had to get him because he was begging for it for God knows how long. Somebody had to somebody had to get him and uh unfortunately for the 49ers, uh, they were and they landed with Tack McKinley. I think he's kind of from that area anyway. He's from uh, Oakland, so he's gonna be back on the West Coast. So uh good for him, I guess. And uh yeah, good luck, dude, because you know, all that shit he spoke about the uh the Bengals, it was never really gonna work out for him there. So it was one of those where they had to like just yeah 
Okay, if we lose him in waivers, I guess we lose him. Because you're looking at him going, oh, I'm so looking forward to uh, being on the Bengals. And it's like, yeah, this you saying all of that about Bengals being trash. This you. Shit. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, whatever. I'm, yeah, he's gone to the 49ers. Uh, good luck to him, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're not really losing much already, are they? Did he do anything for... No, he didn't. He didn't do anything. So, I mean, 49ers, the beggars can't be choosing it, so they're just going to try and get anyone that they can do. But... Um, well, Tack McKinley, know. obviously former Falcon, going there with uh, the former Falcons offensive coordinator, Carl Shanahan, former Falcons running back, Tevin Coleman. So uh, it's going to be a real uh, reunion for uh, Tack McKinley. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah, I mean... Whatever. Andro, a- Antonio, Andro, what am I talking about? Antonio Brown in trouble again. So, yeah, this was uh, reports happened that just before he was picked up by the Bucks, he uh, smashed some security cameras in a gated community. And um, the people that it belonged to, they, they, they dropped charges. They didn't press charges. I don't even think they dropped it. They just didn't press it at all. Um, and kind of left it. Um, what do you think? Uh, well, first of all, gated com- gated means white, basically. Gated community, yeah. He means white community. He smashed up the place. <laughs> what are you talking about? My cousin. My place cousin is in a gated white community. people. It's mainly white people. I mean, he's one of he's yeah he's the only black yeah, person in that. White box. people and Spike Lee. <laughs> okay, like they're, they're they're the type of people who live in gated communities. All right. Shit. Yo, those houses are beautiful, man, especially in Miami. I'm sure they Woo! are. Shit. South Beach, baby. South Beach. But yeah, like he's... Uh, look, if they've not pressed charges, then... Uh, and he ain't hurt no one. Actually, yo, okay, okay, this is wrong. Okay, I'm not, I'm not condoning what he's done. Obviously, if he didn't hurt a security guard when he's hurling the bike, then uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean... Do I really want to know? Do I really need to know this? I don't know. Um, it's wrong that he did that. And yeah, look, just give him give him a, a talking to and uh, be done with it, I guess. Well, that's the thing. What you said is a good point, whether we need to kind of know, because Bucks already knew about this before actually bringing him on. Because um, this happened before the Bucks and they didn't really press charges. So it, it's kind of already done with. Now, the NFL say that they are investigating this per Ian Rappaport report, um, that they're investigating this and see. But there's nothing to really say. Like, it's kind of been done and swept off. I don't think there's any point on it. It's not ongoing anymore. Um, he's been a model citizen, according to BA, Bruce Arians, that he's been a model citizen since. And um, if and when he doesn't, then he'll go. But... Um, like, we know what AB is like, and we know, and he knows more than anyone that this is his last chance. So, he probably was acting a bit of a fool, and could he still act like a fool? Yeah, but I think with him being under the wing of Tom Brady, um, it'll probably be a bit m- more difficult for him to be like that. Um, anything that has kind of been in the past and been swept under now, it should be kept like that, in my opinion. 
all NFL teams sign up to new COVID protocols? Uh, it's about bloody time they did this. It, uh, it's obviously clear that they're not going to do a, a bubble situation like they did with um, the NBA. But yeah, I think obviously with these infection rates that are just going over the roof, then they had to kind of be part of some kind of intensive protocol because what they were doing, they just they can't they couldn't carry on. Otherwise, you just can have like tons and tons of cases of COVID. And yeah, it's one of those where it's gonna suck for the families, especially with the Thanksgiving next week. But uh it's one of those where look, y'all signed up for this, like you just have to grin and bear it and if you want to play then you just have to keep on going with the um with the protocols and the, and the regulations and just hope that the the vaccine comes through and it's going to be great but um yeah it's one of those where you just have to do this now it is what it is yeah look um situation with covid is changing all the time so they can't just stick with what they've done you know, three months ago and then think that that is just done away. It's just going to be for out. Like things are happening. So they have to amend and, and, and go with the times. Um, so yeah, um, this is not surprising. NFL team signed up to this. So yeah, they just need to get on with it. Really. The pandemic's not going anywhere soon, but it's not about getting rid of it. Now it's about navigating through it and doing the best we can. Um, and we have, been doing well. Well, NFL have been doing well. It hasn't been any NBA. There have been cases, of course, but uh, NFL have been doing considerably well than I thought they would be because it's what coming up to what now? Week eleven? Week Shit, ten? I thought we... No, it's week eleven now. Yeah, week, well, okay, week eleven. Week. Yeah, week eleven. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I thought, I thought, I thought it would have been a wrap by now, but it's they've, they've, they've done well. So, yeah. Um. That's it. Uh, Miami DB Jordan Howard waved. Um, yeah, that's pretty much expected. He hasn't really been doing anything for us, to be honest with you. Um, and that kind of helps us with our cap. And <laughs> like, I, it's ruthless. And I, I'm sorry to sound like that. He hasn't really been making waves. So, um, yeah, best best of luck to Jordan Howard. But you know. We're we're on a we're on a steamrolling train, and if if you're not if you're not on board, you got to get the hell off. Yep, that's right. You ain't got to go home, but you got to get the hell up out of here. All right. So predictions, which funny enough doesn't include Miami Dolphins, but you know I'll I'll forgive Abs for that. Uh, first one is Rams versus Bucks. So Rams will be at Bucks. Who have you got? Um, I think the Buccaneers are going to win. It looks like they've uh, shaken off the the little funk that they had, even against the the Panthers. They kind of ended up smashing them in the end. And I think at home they're pretty formidable. And uh, I think they're gonna they're going to win this game, and they're going to win fairly comfortably. Yep, I'm going to go with uh, Bucks. Um... Yeah, just I I think now that they're all... the thing is with Bucks are really hot and cold, but um I don't trust Goff, and um you know he's got he's got the defense to defend to defend him, 
um but you know the the bucks the, the bucks um defense is just as good i mean they actually kind of slipped a little bit if i'll be honest with you ever since that saints game they kind of like lost their mojo but then they they're still not forced to be um reckoned with so i'm going to go with the bucks uh chiefs versus raiders Oh, 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 I am going for the Chiefs. They've had, what, the bye week to prepare for this game. I think they owe the Raiders a receipt after the uh, the game at Arrowhead. And I think Mahomes is going to come and he's going to open a can of whoop-ass in Vegas and yeah, I think it's gonna be. It, it might be one of those statement performances again from uh, from my homeboy. And yeah, I think the Chiefs are gonna beat the Raiders. Uh, yeah, uh, Raiders are being absolutely gassed. Did you see that little back and forth between Gruden and uh, uh, Big Red Andy Reid? Andy Reid. So the match where they won. They drove around <laughs> the stadium. What are you doing? This ain't no Super Bowl. This ain't even in the playoffs match. Are you? And you're driving the 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 team coach that's a around violation. the stadium. That's that's embarrassing. Just calm down. And uh, you know, Big Red was like, "Yeah, I, I don't know what they're doing." And then, uh, yeah, uh, Gruden came back. To them and like, yeah, well, you know, who cares? And blah blah blah, just shutting off his gums. But no, nah, just shut your mouth, man. You didn't win no major game. It was just a one. It was a one-off game, which uh, the Chiefs are gonna hand your ass to you. Um, and just like Kelsey said, some some players are acting like this is the Super Bowl. Well, well, they already went to the Super Bowl and they won spectacularly. And the Raiders have to do and have yet to do that. So. Um, I'm putting my uh, money on the current Super Bowl winners right now, the Chiefs. Um, and now, 6-3 and three versus 6-3, and three, who we've been speaking about earlier in this pod, Cardinals at uh, CenturyLink, Seahawks. I mean, I've kind of already said it before. Um, yeah, I think the Cardinals are going to win this game. I mean, they're going to cap off a remarkable week with a, a statement win on the road against their division rivals and continue the, uh, the the downward trend that the Seattle Seahawks find themselves in. Cardinals are great. They're a really, really good team. Um... <laughs> okay. But listen to what I'm saying now. Although they're a really good team, although Seahawks are in crisis, one stat I only just saw today, Abs, shook me up. And that is that Russell Wilson has never lost three in a row in a single season since he's been in the NFL. What? The last time he's lo- last time he's lost three in a row was when he was in college. Well, damn. So, with that being said, <laughs> he's gonna make sure there's no way 
Agasquidas that he loses this match and he beats the Cardinals at home. Yeah, he, he can't lose. He can't lose to the Cardinals at his yard. Three in a row. Never happened before with us. And, it, and I just don't think it will happen. They're not that much of a bad team that it will happen. So I'm going to go with Seahawks and say that they redeem themselves. Uh, only just, but they do redeem themselves. Go on then. You want to do a Brucey bonus? You can go the Miami Dolphins and the Broncos. Here's a Brucey yeah, bonus. Yeah, but we all know who's going to win that. So let's be, let's, let's just. <laughs> I mean, Jerry Judy, Drew Locke. Hello. Yeah. A ding dong. Hello. I take two over Drew Luck, but okay. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, yeah, Joe Judy has been great. The defense for Broncos have been really, uh, have been surprising more than the offense, really. Um, I think they still miss Von Miller, so uh... yeah, they do. They do miss Von Miller, and they will be playing much better. I had high hopes for Broncos. I said that Broncos would be uh, a wild card. Huh? Um, this I season, they would, man. Yeah, I thought they would. This was before Von Miller and all of that happened, though. But you know they're in a division with, what, Chiefs, Raiders. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> Chargers. But who thought, who, who thought, who thought Raiders were going to step up like this? True, true. Because Raiders, what, who, what, have, what significant signing have they taken? Do you know what I mean? Like, they, they, they already had Waller. They already had Jacobs. Um, and, like, Carr has already just been there. It's it's only in this season they've all kind of stepped up a notch. Where Broncos, they kind of did well in the draft. They did considerably well in the draft, I should say. So I thought they would step it up and I think they Jerry would Judy's be... a really good pick. Yeah, he was. He's an amazing pick. He was one of my favourite ones. So I I I envisioned that Broncos would be playing how Raiders are playing now, if that makes sense. Um but it's just been the case that they've just probably not gelled as much as they'd like. You know, uh, no OTAs and, um, you know, COVID season kind of makes it hard. And of course, they haven't got Von Miller. So, um, you know, just tough on them. But I, I don't I don't see it being um, I don't see it being a walk away. They're, they're still a, a talented team and um, they, they did beat Patriots and say what you want to say about Patriots at the moment. It's it's it's, it's something that is that needs to be said. So um, I, I, I still think we will beat them. Uh, Miami will beat them, but um, you know this is why we love the NFL. Any given Sunday, you know who should win could lose, so I'm not gonna get uh, get carried away. But yeah, I'm gonna take Miami f- to win. Cool. <clears throat> you're, you're just not gonna say anything, then, huh? you're not, you're not, you don't think Miami's gonna win. Uh, whoa, whoa, win whoa, 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 whoa. Um, I think the Miami Dolphins will win, and they're gonna win fairly comfortably. They should win. They're the favorites. I yeah. I just hope you and your little means don't come back and bite you in the butt. Yeah, I mean, if they still, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'll still like, I have to. I'll probably even bite myself in the butt with the memes and just do my own. I'll have to rip myself before someone else does. All right, yeah, good. So uh, that is it for this week. We will be back um, with more NFL news as well as a summary of Survivor series. Um, so yeah, um, looking forward to that. I hope you enjoyed this particular episode. Thanks for listening. Abs, anything else to say? Um, yeah, I mean, keep listening. We're available wherever we get, uh, wherever you get your podcasts from. 
we we're we're both on uh, the social so you could follow i'll put that on uh, the uh sort of um information episode so you can follow us on our uh, social media channels and uh yeah like ash said we'll we'll be back with the nfl news and the fallout from survivor series and we'll probably give some love to the undertaker as he celebrates his 30th and final year in wwe during uh survivor series so uh yeah join us next week for all of that see you later